Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast with Dylan and Akram. Today we are going over episode 5 of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, definitely feels different from last episode. I can't wait to talk about this. There's major spoilers ahead, so be warned. Um, but I love this episode. Akram, why don't you tell me what how you felt, especially seeing certain character back uh, for this, this episode. <laughs> Well, yeah, not only that, the best Star Wars fighting uh, credit goes to this character as well. I, it was a great episode, honestly. I, I wish that the other episodes were, were like this. You know, everything felt very ramped up. Again, it's like a chase type of show. Um, I really love this episode, and I can't wait for everything to come together at the end. So uh, tell us what you thought about it. Uh, it was definitely less disappointing than last episode. I, I definitely, I think we both agree last episode was kind of the weakest uh, of the series so far. Um, but yeah, uh, non-spoiler or opinions on this episode. Uh, it felt just really nostalgic. It was great to see, like we said, like certain character uh, back. Um, also, I'm glad that we got to see a little bit more into like Riva's like mo and a bit of like uh, why she's doing a lot of the things that she's doing. But I thought overall it was a great episode. Um, and I, we got to see, of course, that cliffhanger. We're gonna see a certain character also, uh, hopefully for the last episode. Um, but Let's get into the nitty gritty. So we start off uh, with a flashback scene on Coruscant and we see fucking Hayden Christensen, man. And he looks great. Um, and we get this cool little like uh, like training sequence between like him and, and young Obi-Wan. Um, I look, they look like uh, maybe pre or post uh, Attack of the Clones. But tell me what you thought of that scene, because I, th- I thought it was great, like seeing him back. And they look so, look so graceful, like you can yeah. tell like they haven't like lost their touch with the with the combat. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, they're the, like the pinnacle uh, Jedi, especially the fighting uh, style. I, I loved it. I, I mean, they did look a little older, but like just the nostalgia, I, I felt like so teared, teary eyed uh, to look at that. Honestly, it was great to see uh, just this flashback. And I felt weird because we haven't seen them <laughs> like in character and costume and especially nonetheless uh, Attack of the Clones uh, style. So that was that was a sight to behold, honestly. And um, it kind of reminded me of like the little comics and spinoffs and the novels. Um, so I would love to see a different series, not like with the same. Obviously, Hayden, again, I would love to see like a Darth Vader thing. That's that's the whole comic series all about flashbacks. I thought it looked great um, and the CGI was wonderful. What did you think about it? Well, even, you know, Vader aside, because we do get a lot of Vader in this episode, too. Um, I thought it was great. I think a lot of people wanted to see more flashbacks and uh, we finally, you know, our patience got rewarded. Um, so it wasn't like Clone Wars-ish, but it was still cool to see. I think that was the appropriate moment uh, using that that period of time uh, because, like, that's before, like, everything uh, went to shit, I guess, for the Clone Wars before, like, you know, all, all this, the tension between uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin started to build up. So I think, I think like, like Attack of the Clones was, like, the last time, like, they really, like, shared, like, anything, uh, like, brotherly in a way. But I thought it was a cool little training sequence, and it also like I love that it was in tandem with uh, with Vader. Like, what's his mindset? And it was so appropriate given um, the last sequence we see where uh, he's because like during that whole montage, it was like it was like a lesson kind of. It was like like Anakin's patience or his his uh his mentality to always conquer. Right, that's like always been like his his driving. He wants to win like everything. He wants to prove himself. Right. Um, but sometimes that doesn't pay off and it actually like is his downfall at times like we saw that with the Mustafar, you know, scene with like you underestimate my underestimate my power and then we saw how that 
how that turned out. Um, so it was a cool like little like little side by side sequence. I thought that was really really impactful. Um, yeah, and then also like, how did you feel about uh, Riva for this episode? Because we got to see like yeah. uh, her her little backstory, and it was kind of like how we predicted how she was the the child from the the Jedi Temple scene. Yeah, I thought that I'm like I'm glad that we got some more insights because again they marketed her heavily uh, before the show premiered. So like I have a feeling there's a lot more uh, to be done with her. Um, so she's gonna be kind of like that new Asajj Ventress type of character later on, possibly. Um, which is interesting to see because they kind of are similar in a way, right? With Count Dooku and Asajj and both being Sith, right? And now Inquisitor and just a Sith. Um, so she'll probably branch out later on and I'm all down for it because I really liked it again like I feel like the way how they treated her was unfairly you just had to give her a chance and the story a chance um, I liked it it was a little weird like I, I still like it was a little odd still that like she okay she wanted to go after Vader but she did all these bad things like why not just go after Vader yeah that didn't make Obi-Wan? sense to me either and yeah. she like she was like denying like Obi-Wan's help and shit I'm like motherfucker he's probably like, the best person because <laughs> yeah. like he knows Vader better than anyone and I thought it was interesting that like he uh well like we found out why she knows that you know she knows that Vader mm-hmm. is Anakin right because uh she actually saw you know Anakin uh kill all her her Jedi comrades uh mm-hmm. during Order 66 um yeah it was weird because I was like, yeah, why is she like doing all these terrible things? Like, like I, I get like she's trying to be like deep undercover and stuff. But like, like, but then she's also like she's an Inquisitor. So she's also killing other Jedi, too. So that yeah. that was strange to me, too. Uh, I guess she's like unless like she has a lot. She's a lot like Vader um, in a way like she's very selfish. Like, I don't know what's this grand scheme of hers or unless she just figures, oh, well, I have a better living this way rather than perhaps dying. Like, this was the opportunity and she took it. Um, so I, she's I guess so, like I guess like too far gone that it's too late to, to come back out, I guess. Well, it reminded me of the high ground as well, kind of like Anakin tried it um, and and I guess she tried to like attack Vader at the wrongest moment as well and so like i think that was like her fear um but i still thought that that was kind of weird that like she took all this time to i mean why not just work if you were like that why not just kind of uh like retreat from the inquisitory and actually just join the rebel alliance or pre-rebel alliance um you have another jedi there or something like that so i think in the future this can be uh more so a redemption story if they use her character again um, it's kind of like it reminds me of Peacemaker. I'm um, also Darth Vader in the comics. Like he wasn't, you know, because you can't just keep showing a character killing like random innocent people. You kind of have to like throw in like little good deeds here and there, even if it kind of turns turns to the side. Um, and it kind of like lays in the gray of like good and bad. Um, so like I think she's an interesting character to use in the future, and I'm I'm glad. Like I don't know. Again, like okay, she saw at the end. We'll talk about that a little later, but like whatever she saw what she's gonna do with that like i hope she's still not like a bad person because then it's like oh so then you just flip back to this character that's still bad you know i hope there's more uh redeeming qualities in her um so far we've seen like one um which is a little odd Uh, i guess she has a lot of hate in her too i think that that you know poetry of star wars is this like everyone like soul like has this tale that weaves through the universe whether they're good or bad um yeah yeah that's the thing like nobody is like like truly like good or evil in star wars right? right it's like even vader who's was like the worst of the worst ended up having redeeming qualities at the end right so 
I don't know. We could we could see her have like a like like a redeeming arc or like kind of like an Assad Ventress thing, right? Where like she she started off as like this like evil character, but eventually maybe she starts out helping Obi Wan. Who knows? Or or helping uh this like resistance uh kind of group. Um. But uh, going more into the episode, uh, we got this cool like little battle sequence between like the stormtroopers and the uh the path uh resistance group. Which I I felt like was a little uh I don't know lackluster. <laughs> they needed Cara Dune, You're right? <laughs> they <just made> Cara <laughs> Dune. Well, they, actually, no, they didn't even need Cara Dune because like all those stormtroopers lined up, right? Mm. And I was so mad at shit. They had they had a whole battalion of stormtroopers. They had two purge troopers, <laughs> and they couldn't kill any of those fucking like Rebel Alliance group people. <laughs> But they're getting like shot like left and right, like literally, like one of you saw like one of the purge troopers on the ground and shit. I was like laughing because it was like, because like they were so worried about like you know getting killed by the empire. But I was like, dude, like you're you're fine. Stormtroopers can't shoot shit. Right, exactly. <laughs> but um, but we do get like a like a sacrifice. Uh, Tala. Oh yeah. She does uh you know sacrifice herself to save Obi Wan, which I thought was unnecessary, honestly, because like she had like the thermal detonator in her hand. Um, and I feel like Obi-Wan could have just, like, used the Force and just, like, grabbed that detonator and, like, threw it at them. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not going to lie. I didn't care, like, super much for the character. Um, I found, like, her reasonings were uh, compelling. Um, but that being said, I didn't really find, like, her character so compelling. So I didn't feel nothing. I actually felt more for Obi-Wan. Um, it, it, but she does remind me of, like, one of those characters, like, from Clone Wars, too. Especially, like, the adventures of Anakin and Obi-Wan. Um, like them just meeting different characters like that, uh, trying to fight this force. Um, so it reminded me like that. I felt a lot for the droid. I thought that was really, uh, oh, really no. beautiful for I the droid. I call him Robocop. Just he, he Robo- looked like Robocop. Like uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I thought that was really, really nice to see. And and it also like kind of, um, it's a nice compliment to like how Leia feels about droids too. Um, you know, so I thought that was really, and also which is weird because Anakin is like half cyborg too. So like. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. I don't know if that, well, like, from the start, like, that was supposed to be, like, a semiotical type I thought of that thing. was interesting, too. Like, like, Vader was, like, this close to, like, seeing his daughter. Oh, yeah. But, like, she was in that, uh, that, like, repair tunnel, like, fixing the, those wires and shit. So, it, it's, like, if it, it, he'd been, like, a second, like, earlier or a second later, he could have, like, seen his like his daughter or like sense i'm surprised he didn't like censor with the force or something well this is a very drunken with rage type of vader and the comics like after because the comics really start after uh, a new hope that's when he starts becoming more of a compelling character and that's why he kind of lays in the gray except when he's in front of palpatine um so this this vader is really interesting to see because you really feel like oh i don't like this guy for nothing there's no redeeming qualities you know and mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of like a disgusting toxic thing too because you see and you remember anakin and then you see this character who's completely evil kind of like in rebels as well um which is you know i'm glad that perhaps there was like some talks of like maybe a disney plus vader thing i wonder when that'll take place um and it'll give you more reasoning to believe like he he actually can be a redeeming character um depending on a timeline like where they put it um even after obi-wan they probably will like throw in some like little things where like he has to save some people like secretly or something like that um yeah i thought i thought that whole scene too i I liked o'shea jackson i'm glad we we got to see uh kumali again um and obi-wan gave him the lightsaber as well uh which is interesting which is also funny 
Um, he finally I wonder, became a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, I know. He just sold. He just sells it right there. Um, <laughs> I yeah, sold it just, for drinking money. <laughs> the, this whole episode is basically like Star Wars version of, of the Prestige. It's like when they're showing like little flashbacks. Is like so. Yeah, the whole battle was was okay. It was kind of there was nothing really going on. I feel like this was it wasn't really like how they showed it. But to come before the storm. So later on, I wonder how Obi Wan will actually fight Anakin uh, in later episode. But yeah, tell us, tell us more about the episode. What you think? Yeah, um, well, I think it's it's. I just think it's like how you're talking about like Vader's rage. Like he has like a different mentality toward um towards uh, Obi Wan than like say like Ahsoka, right? Yeah, and it actually like it starts his path down like his obsession towards like when he really like wants to find somebody, he won't stop for nothing mm-hmm. right like we see that eventually like with luke when he finds out about luke like he won't stop until he 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 finds luke so it's kind of like with obi-wan it's, it's it's a parallel in a way but when yeah when he wants something dude he will not stop like we saw like he stopped an entire like ship <laughs> oh that was and like he he just was walking there that's how right. that's how strong he is that was his so strides i love how he walks through it's so gangster it's like right <laughs> like yes. i just want to hear like some biggie songs like music like when he's like like <laughs> But I was uh, at the same time. I was like, "Where was that energy like in uh, Empire Strikes Back when the Millennium Falcon was like escaping? <laughs> like, why yeah. didn't you like stop it then?" <laughs> right. Because yeah, exactly. you saw him. He he pulled like a Star Killer and he he ripped that shit in like half. Like, and also I was like, "Why didn't that the the ship leave? Like, like or like why didn't he stop the second ship? Right? Little things yeah. like that just like annoy me. But I don't know. Just for the story, I guess. Just for yeah. the sake of story, yeah. There was there are some moments like that where like you have to suspend your disbelief, like we talked about last episode. So yeah, I think I think I think the great thing again about the show is all about nostalgia too. So I'm glad when they throw in like little flashbacks. Yeah, I think I think we could have done with more of them to be honest. Since since the beginning, I felt like they could have showed a lot more flashbacks. Um, not for filler. Because this is a perfect way to show a flashback too, right? Because it has something to do with the story, right. the actual There's moment. A purpose, yeah. Right. So I would have liked to see, so- like, you know, what would have been great, honestly, if, like, in the beginning, like, before he meets Leia, perhaps he has like a flashback of if Obi Wan as a youngling. Like, I would have loved to see that. Ah. You know, like they could have showed more of that, and so all these flashbacks teach a lesson. So it's not just about hubris for the Jedi and, and it, it's these life lessons, you know, and it kind of makes you stronger as like a person, mm. especially he gets wiser and older, like harken back to when you were a child, take those lessons as well. Um, I would have liked to see that. Cause we don't get much of like flashbacks for Obi-Wan, like in general, uh, in the clone wars and whatnot. We, we basically just see OG Obi-Wan. Um, so I would have liked that a little bit more. We do. I mean, there are some like Younglin Obi-Wans in the comics. Um, I think it's like a short series and also in the novels, mm-hmm. um, which is nice to see. And also, uh, my guess is like for next episode, I hope we get to see Qui-Gon or some rendition. Cause we I, don't really I was just that. saying that. Yeah. I was like, I hope we see Qui-Gon like in the last episode. Cause he's been, he's been like trying to like reach him is like like hey uh <laughs> you haven't been answering your phone lately can I? <laughs> like i i hope we see him like in the last episode like he finally like like is able to communicate with him or somehow or like maybe like yoda like teaches him something because we haven't really seen like uh like much of like what it, what's going on with his training and stuff but yeah of course uh we do see the uh a young luke uh at the end Mm-hmm. Uh, of the episode, which I, I'm glad because I, I was saying in the last episode, I, I hope we see a little bit of Luke because we saw more of Leia this entire series. So we do get to see a shot of like uh, like him, you know, just chilling in the crib. 
<laughs> playing Xbox or something <laughs> <laughs> or a Skyhopper. So um, yeah. But yeah, what do you think of uh, also like the the Vader fight with uh, Reva? Because I love that fight. I thought that was like such a perfect way to showcase like Vader's like true like you know fighting form like in this show. Because like we only see it in like comics and video games. Um, but tell me what you thought about it. Yeah, it reminded me of a lot of like old Asian films as well. Um, like that type of style where like it felt as if like it was he was so masterful and graceful, like just jo- dodging and stuff like that. It, it really like I like how they take like certain types of, of fighting techniques and stuff like especially like in Clo- and, uh, Rebels, uh, that Darth Maul and Obi-Wan fight where mm-hmm. it, it was a lot like that, uh, like a Japanese old samurai movie. Um, here it was like very like that type of like it's like wushu or like wushu, Shaolin kind of exactly yeah, yeah it, was, it was like that and I thought like Vader's like so badass but like such a dick too I know. <laughs> and, and, but it was so great the way the way how how it was really mean too I must say it was very mean because <laughs> he, he stabs her the same way I guess when she was a young lad. I didn't even expect that I was like oh I thought she was just really hiding but they showed like him like doing that and like the camera, you know, the first person view. Well, I thought it was so funny. It was like, like obviously we're gonna talk about the Grand Inquisitor, but like I oh, think yeah. like like initiation for Grand Inquisitor, you have to be stabbed at least once. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's like that's it. the qualifications yeah. for the job. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, anything to th- to to have your hate thrive. Um, another reason why I think she's a compelling character, like those little flashbacks, like she she's she's been disrespected by Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's granted in the Star Wars universe, there are a lot of people who have like a thing against Vader, um, and the different reaches of the of the universe, and they kind of like are plotting right in the comics. Um, so like I'm down to see her like as this character in the in, okay, I always again guys, I always talk about the comics because the comics are really like what fill in the gaps extremely well, right? And the things that you never thought Star Wars could be are that in the comics. Um, so like I think we're gonna see a lot more Reva. I just hope because we did see after she's been stabbed from that great fight, which I'm going to ask you how you think about it. But we did see a little tease after that for Luke. So I wonder what does what does that have to do with anything? Um, I hope they don't like try to retcon the canon or anything like that. But going back to the fight, um, especially like so what did you think about the fight? I thought it was awesome, man. I definitely feel like that's like Vader in his prime Um, because like down the line, you know, like with Empire, he's like kind of like uh he's more like like stoic or like he's he's got like that you know that that uh classic vader stance that we always know like he he's like he's more like a samurai or like Mm. he's like testing the waters of like certain characters but i feel like with reva because she's so full of rage she just like attack 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 but in a way that's kind of like similar to how like anakin like because remember at the at that part of the story he failed to capture obi-wan right because he was he remembered his lesson like you know, if you if you only care about victory or like attack, 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 right, that's how you're going to end up losing. Right. So I feel like in a way he learned his lesson. And then when mm-hmm. Reva attacked, he's like, all right, well, you know, what? I'm actually going to listen to this motherfucker for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so, and like Reva, she's just all rage. Right. And she just she's so reckless. Um, at, at the same time, I was kind of like, you know, had you had you did you think he wasn't going to see this coming? Like he dude, like. Like she was like trying to sneak up to him. Like I'm like, you know, you can probably like like hear your footsteps like behind you, right? But I thought that was a great, great fight scene. Um, it definitely shows like how how powerful he is and like how like like he doesn't need to like there was like a good like portion of the fight where like he didn't even need his lightsaber, right? Like because he's just he he can you know sense you to like I think and then in a way that's kind of like um 
uh like palpatine in a way like palpatine doesn't need his lightsaber at, at moments like he's just that that powerful but i thought it was awesome like like she's just like full force and then like he even like knocks like i thought it was so like like so like disrespectful like you said like mm-hmm. when he took her lightsaber in half and then he gave it back to her. He's like, you <laughs> fucking casual. Like, <laughs> oh man. I thought that was so funny. Like, like he thinks you're so weak that like he gives your lightsaber back to you. But that was so cool, like seeing Vader with like two lightsabers. I never thought we'd ever see that. Like, oh yeah. That it's like really when cool. we saw like Vader with the blue lightsaber. Like oh, Vader yeah. so has like such like screenshot like worthy moments <laughs> in Star Wars. Um, but I, I love that scene, honestly. And then we of course uh get the reveal of uh the Grand Inquisitor, so he is alive. Uh, I'm glad they uh, they they wrapped that plot point up because I was so confused. I, I, yeah. If they didn't like, if they didn't explain that, uh, I would have been disappointed. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I'm still mad. Like, what if he like he lifted his shirt up and he's got like the Fennec like pipes underneath? He just lifts it up for no reason. I'll be right. like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> but I guess I guess death means nothing in in the Star Wars universe anymore. It's only the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, do you think like well, obviously like uh, they're they're holding Reva, I guess, for that big reveal. So basically at the end of the episode, like she finds uh, Obi-Wan's communicator uh, with Bail Organa where mm-hmm. he's like, he's got that message out where like Bail Organa basically was like calling Obi-Wan. He's like, um, I haven't heard from you. So uh, if anything happens, I'll, I'll take care of Luke, which I guess that, that was nice, you know, in a way, cause it kind of owes Obi-Wan too. Cause like, you know, he went out of his way to like, you know, his, his own child. Right. To, to find Bale's child. So I think that was like a nice little thing that Bale did because it's kind of like he appreciates what, what he did for him. Um, but Reva finds that, that little communicator device and now she knows like there's like twins. But does she know that they're Anakin's? That's the thing. Um, um, so tell me what your predictions are for, for this final episode. Well, yeah, I... I, I th- so I actually really wanted like Obi-Wan to be captured just because I wanted to see some dialogue. But now that he isn't captured. I think that he's going to try to do another thing where Anakin springs the trap somehow. Um, we, we basically have another, the la- uh, yeah, we basically have another last Jedi situation here. Um, so I wonder, which is funny because Leia, obviously, uh, you know, then I was let Le- uh, Carrie Fisher's, uh, well, not last, last film, but you know, um, yeah, I honestly think it has to be something bombastic. Um, and it can't like just whimper. Um, I don't know what Reva will do if somehow she like finds Luke and Tatooine. I don't know why. I got a feeling she's gonna be like one of the last characters that Obi Wan will see, and like then she'll just kind of like say "fuck this," I'm gonna do my own thing, and like she goes yeah. away. Like I got a feeling like again, I I really have a feeling they're setting her up for something uh, bigger in a Star Wars universe. Um, as for Obi Wan, because it it's been talked about and there's like huge rumors that there will be a season two. Um, so whatever they do has to like have the gates open, not closed. Um, but I think the Darth Vader thing probably will be closed. Uh, I can be wrong, but like, you're going to have to do something probably to involve Luke rather than Leia. Uh, probably. Um, I don't know. I'm confused. Like, I I really am confused because this episode is so great, but at the same time too, basically what we got from it was the Reva thing and also, well, now they're still on the run, and this time they're kind of like forced into a corner. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what you can do on a ship unless somebody like goes aboard, you know, the Star Destroyer. So what, did, what, what, what do you think will happen in the final episode? Uh, well, this episode definitely left a lot of open-ended questions for me. Um, 
I think it'd be stupid if she like she finds a uh, Luke and she holds like like the Lars family hostage just yeah. to ask for Obi Wan's help because he I already feeling, offered though. his help. <laughs> You're gonna hold them ransom to offer to ask for his help when he already offered you. Like that's so stupid in my opinion. Yeah, you spat in my face. Right. <laughs> I offered you friendship. You spat in my face. No, but um, I don't know. It it could be. There's there's two things that could happen, right? She could either use this information to get back in Vader's good graces, which I doubt because he's ar- she already knows like like her intentions. So I doubt like he would let her rejoin the Inquisitors. Or she could, like we said, like help Obi Wan, or or possibly, or if she does find out that these are Anakin's kids. I feel like she might have murderous intentions to get back at Vader. Mm. Like maybe like she'll she'll tell Vader like I have your kids, so you either meet up with me and we we duke this out, or I kill your kids. Right? Something like yeah. that could be interesting. Um, but we only have one episode left, so I don't know how much of Luke we're gonna see. Um, but there's not much you can show because Obi Wan hasn't really met uh, Luke yet. But at the same time, you know, we thought that. Obi-Wan never met Leia before episode four. So who knows? Maybe like he'll meet him when this episode and then down the line, he probably just forgot who he was. Um, but yeah, it leaves a lot of open ended questions. Uh, but I wonder like where we'll see Obi-Wan for the future. Uh, like, like you said, like season two was announced. So I feel like, I feel like Darth's story is kind of like coming to a close, but who knows? Maybe we'll get him, you know, for another scene uh, next season. But I feel like, I feel like, I still feel like Obi-Wan's going to fake his death at the end of this, like to to get off the radar of the Empire, right? Because mm. Vader has like other shit to do other than just find Obi-Wan, right? So like Palpatine knows that he's obsessed with, with Vader. So who knows? Maybe, maybe Reva will maybe like force like, or maybe she'll like help like fake his death or something. I don't know. It could be interesting to see, but uh, um, I'm glad that, you know, Reva is at least like slowly like coming back towards the light. Um, and I know she's like not like a popular character, but at least I feel like she's she has like redeeming qualities in my opinion. So I'm glad to see like, you know, she's not. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm like, why she got so much beef with Obi Wan too? Yeah. Like, like if you have so much beef, like why not take it on Vader, right? Right. Like I feel like Obi Wan Obi Wan would be the best ally for you to because like she already like proved that she can't handle Vader on her own, right? Right. So she's gonna need help, especially because he has the Inquisitorius, you know, backing him up. Right. Um, but overall, how would you how would you rate this episode? I, honestly, I think for me, um, I really enjoyed it. I think it'll be like a nine out of ten for me. Um, it it was what I wanted Obi-Wan to be, uh, honestly, um, with the little flashbacks. And, and I like the action a lot, um, but it, it was very fast paced. So but how would you rate it? Uh, I would say eight out of ten, just because I wasn't like a huge fan of the big battle scene. Um just because I feel like there were so many like losses on the Empire side, it just didn't feel realistic, um, and it, it was kind of like fast paced. Uh, so I feel like they could have done more. But I did, I did love the flashback scenes. I think they added to this episode definitely mm. um, between like you know uh, Vader and Obi Wan's uh, relationship. Um, but overall, I did enjoy the episode. I think it was a lot better than the last one, and I can't wait to see what the final episode brings. So. Thank you guys for sticking around for our review of episode five. Uh, episode six airs next week, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we also have Miss Marvel 
uh, episode, I believe it's two coming out uh, the same the same day of this recording. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. And then we have The Boys uh, episode six coming out on uh, Friday. So uh, you'll want to stay for that. And then we also have Umbrella Academy coming out um, season three this week. Um, so we're going to do reviews for that as well. So I can't wait. A lot of great content coming up for you guys. So make sure you're following the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, of course, the YouTube channel. You can watch our videos and um, uh, follow our Instagram also for updates. So thank you again, guys. And until then, thank you for having lunch with us. See you guys. Bye.